is up still. Studying's Happy Tuesday, September 28, 2021, episode number 108. The Steelers may have got punched in the mouth on Sunday, but you know what? Look at that loss with optimistic defiance. Put your hand out and wave on the Green Bay Packers, and let's line up another one. Let's go. Yes, it's a difficult loss, but we are here to help you work through that here on The Still Study. I'm your host, Jeremy Ritz, on The Study Session for today. Very grateful that you're here with me so we could talk more Steelers, Bengals, get our mind right, and then we are moving forward on Wednesday as we prepare for Aaron Rodgers and company. But before we dive into it today, just want to take a moment to express my gratitude to all of you. Thank you. I mean that. Thank you to all of you who read my work on the Still Study, who listen to the study sessions, listen to the Still Study podcast. It truly does mean the world to me. I am grateful and appreciative and just thankful I have the opportunity to put these sessions out to you. So props to all of you. I would love to connect with you via email. You can hit me up at thestillstudy at gmail.com. Or you can give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you, get your question on the show, get you on the show. Let's connect. Would love to do it. So anyway, studies, I just want to spend some time talking about Ben Roethlisberger. What has transpired here these first three games? And look at the path ahead. Path ahead. Where do we go from here? Can this team overcome this one and two start? And look, it's a small sample size. It's only three games. But the one thing that you have to take deeply into consideration is that this downturn that this team has taken dates back really to 2020 following that loss to the Washington Redskins on Monday night. That's when this tailspin started, when Ben started playing poorly. So you can't say that this is just a phenomenon of... 2021. And I've been on record in saying that it's not Ben's physical capabilities that are holding him back. And again, at 39 years old, there are going to be some limitations to his game. He's not going to be the same player that he was when he's 21. He still has a strong arm. Does he have a laser like he used to? No. Can he just flick it and zing it? 50 yards? No. Can he scramble around, move around with mobility, dodge defenders, and create? In some instances, yes. But he can't do that consistently. But that's not the issue with what is holding Ben up. What's holding Ben up in 2021 and really dating back to last season is his awareness, his decision-making, his mental game, however you want to coin it or phrase it or term it, it's his play above the neck. Look at that second interception. If you look at where Ben was throwing, there were three defenders around the receiver and he threw it directly to the opposing Bengals player. 
Now, I don't know how you could justify that mistake or say that that was a misread or what have you. But you have to question why why did he get rid of it so quickly? Was he afraid to take a shot? Was he afraid to scan downfield or look elsewhere because he was afraid to get hit? Is there a sense of just not wanting to get pummeled? And that's understandable if he has that type of fear. That's a safety mechanism. That's a protective survival factor. But, but, NFL elite caliber, even good quality quarterbacks play with a sense of fearlessness. Play with a sense of letting a play develop, knowing they are going to take a shot and still firing the ball down the field. We learned that Yesterday, Najee Harris set the reception record for a rookie with 14. And Najee said none of those were designed receptions. They were all checkdowns. So what does it say when a player who catches 14 passes, none of those catches were from designed routes. They were purely checkdowns. And it goes back to what I've said is that Ben does not play within the system. He creates. That's his game. And when he does play in the system, I don't know if he trusts the system enough because he's never played that style of football. Even when he had Antonio Brown here and Le'Veon Bell, he was still moving around the pocket. Brown would create down the field if the Initial route wasn't open. How many plays did Ben check down the bell when he created? He doesn't have those types of receivers anymore. And when he's in an offense where he's got to make the accurate read and throw, I think that's where the hesitancy is coming into play. Because there were moments when he was sacked yesterday that that he had time to throw, but he would not commit to a decision. Again, is that because he doesn't want to take a shot? Is it because he doesn't want to make an interception? We're not going to know that. But it is evident on film, the hesitancy, the tentativeness. And I'm hopeful that that could be corrected, that Ben could clean that up in his game. But it has been dating back to last year. Again, the offensive line is not playing well, so that's not doing much to bolster his confidence, to make him feel that he could step into his throws. But when he is getting somewhat of a decent pocket, again, it's not stellar. I'm making no excuses or apologies for that offensive line. But he is still looking hesitant. Can Ben Roethlisberger still get it done? Can he still play winning football? 
for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Even two days removed from that Bengals contest, there are a lot of people in Steelers Nation and across the NFL that are throwing the dirt on top of Ben and saying that a career is a career. He's all done and it's over. I'm tempted to jump on that bandwagon and I have no delusions of a resurrection of Big Ben and the days of 350 yards, four touchdowns, scrambling around back there like some magician. I have no delusions of that. But what you can't count out about Roethlisberger is that he is gritty and he will not concede. He will not give in until the bitter end. And I said yesterday on the study session, this team, Matt Canada, has to build this offense now around Najee Harris and build outwards from there. Now, that running game is struggling to get going. I'm hopeful that they could fix that. And if they could get that going, could the offense improve? Yes. Would that buy Roethlisberger some more time? Yes. Would it open the passing game? Yes. It's a lot of yeses, but it's a big if they can improve that rushing attack. I said from the outset that was going to be key and critical to Ben's play this year. That hasn't manifested itself, and I think that has attributed significantly to what we are currently seeing on offense. How does this play out? I don't know. If you look objectively at the first three games and use that as your measuring stick and to project out where this team is headed. It's not good. It's not good. And if they do play like that the rest of the way, they'll be hard-pressed to win a game. But we know that's not going to happen. We know the Steelers team, the Steelers organization has a lot of pride. They can still be competitive in games. And maybe all that optimism from the offseason needed to be checked and reined in a bit. And maybe that's what has happened here these last two weeks. They got a butt whooping. They got embarrassed by the Bengals. And maybe some humility will set in. And we'll see a different team on Sunday. And listen, intangibles do play a big part in the game of football, regardless of what anyone says. Yes, it is about talent. There's no question about it. But there's also the element of team chemistry, team unity. And playing together. Again. The mystery of the season, not knowing what's going to happen. That's what makes it makes it fun. I'm enjoying it. And studying's with that, we're closing out episode number 108. So grateful you joined me here today. I will see you back here on Wednesday with another episode of the study session. Thank you so much for following the Still Study, for listening to my work, reading my work. 
please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. And I love you guys. Remember that. Thick and thin, win or loss, we're in this together. Let's get the ship right and let's come back. Beat Green Bay and Lambeau. Come back, get ready for that Denver contest because remember, a win makes everything better. And ladies and gentlemen, let me close with this. Even in a loss, life is beautiful in the black and gold.